Hello, folks, and welcome to your Day Weather Podcast on this Tuesday, the 16th of May. I'm Day Weather Meteorologist Mark Huer. Today's podcast is being brought to you by Cowboy State Daily and also White Ot. We talk a whole lot, and you hear a whole lot, about reservoir levels and drought and snowpack, and rightfully so, for it has huge implications on our daily lives here across the Western United States and also the livelihood of so many. And a great indicator of drought conditions and where we're at with water levels is the second largest reservoir in the United States, and that is Lake Powell Reservoir on the Colorado River drainage that drains much of western Colorado, eastern Utah, and then southwestern Wyoming. And last year, you probably heard it hit its all-time lowest level since being completed in 1966. And last April of 2022, the elevation dropped to 3,522.16 feet. And that was the lowest level ever recorded for the second largest reservoir that can hold 26.2 million acre feet of water and it's only the second largest to its big sister down the way at Lake Mead that can hold 28.9 million acre feet of water and put that in comparison Flaming Gorge Reservoir, the largest reservoir on the same river drainage and basin in southwestern Wyoming is only capable of 3.8 million acre feet. Blue Mesa, the second largest reservoir in Colorado in this drainage, 829,000 acre feet. Navajo Reservoir in the San Juan River in far southwestern Colorado is the largest reservoir in Colorado at 1.7 million acre feet. And to give you a idea of size of these other reservoirs as well, and many of you here across the High Plains are familiar with Lake McConaughey on the North Platte uh, drainage in western Nebraska. It is only capable of holding 1.7 million acre feet of water. So Lake Powell and Lake Mead are are definitely huge reservoirs and we've seen a big spike in Lake Powell over the last month all thanks to that major increase in snowfall and snowpack that we had this past winter season across the western United States and currently Lake Powell is almost at 3,540 feet in elevation and it's climbing here still all thanks to huge inflows over the last month or two and especially over the last couple of weeks. Inflows from all the rivers and streams feeding Lake Powell have been exceeding 50 to 55,000 cubic feet per second a day at times over the last couple of weeks. And this has resulted in Lake Powell over the last two weeks, increasing almost 13 feet. And at some points in time, a daily increase of over one foot for this enormous reservoir. And you can see that the inflows in the 50,000 or even 40,000 cubic feet are well above averages for May. All-time average for May 15th yesterday is normally at 27,000 cubic feet. And inflow outflow is about 13,000 cubic feet. And with the increase in inflow also passing along more water downstream towards Lake Mead, all of which are good news. And Lake Powell is expected to increase over 71 feet 
in elevation from last year to this year when it heat hits its peak reservoir level later this summer. And that's all due to the snowpack that you've been hearing and seeing so much about here in these day weather podcasts throughout the winter season. And we still have a lot of snow to melt in the Colorado River Basin drainage that feeds Lake Powell in the southwestern United States. And that's basically this area here of western Colorado, southwestern Wyoming, and then eastern Utah. This is a current snowpack map for Wyoming, Colorado, Utah, and sections of Idaho as of yesterday. All the dark blues are over 150%, light blues over 125%. And you can see across the locations from about the Continental Divide on west, still significant snowmelt to occur over the next month or two with locations across sections of northern Wyoming and southwestern Wyoming and eastern Colorado having melted a fair amount of snow and now generally a little below average. But all this bodes to increasing reservoir levels over the next month or two. And hopefully it all won't come at once. Otherwise, we'll continue to be talking about big impacts from flooding concerns and temperatures as of late certainly were cool for this past Mother's Day weekend and portions of last week as much as 10 to 15 degrees below average but we are starting to see high pressure build in the region and warmer temperatures and I'll show you some anomalies as we move through the next few days in just a moment but here first let's take a look at precipitation outlook for the next three days this is a three-day total for today Tuesday then also Wednesday and Thursday ending on Friday morning, you'll notice here across southwestern Kansas, sections of central and southeastern Colorado, and then also southern high plains of northern Texas and Oklahoma, potentially picking up some much-needed moisture still. And that's, this is basically going to come late Thursday into Friday as a cold front drops south, and we see an enhanced area of potentially shower and storm activity in this region later this week as we get into that Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday time frame. But overall, a spattering of some pretty good shower and thunderstorm activity for the next few days here across the Great Basin and Rocky Mountain West and High Plains. Not everybody is going to be looking at showers and storms the next few days, but they will be out there. And hopefully over the next two to three days, you'll pick up some moisture at one time or another with here this heavy precipitation likely in the southern plains or potentially likely as we get into the middle of the week. So let's keep our fingers crossed that this happens here for these folks in the central and southern high plains. How about the temperature anomalies over the next few days? Well, this is for today, Tuesday the 16th. We can still see the cooler than average temperatures here across sections of the central and southern high plains. Still some weak upslope here through this area, and that's going to be keeping temperatures a little below average, otherwise strengthening high pressure across the Great Basin, bringing in some warmer air from the west-southwest, and temperatures rebounding nicely across much of Wyoming, western Nebraska, and Colorado, running anywhere from about 3 to 6 to even 7 degrees above average in some areas. Biggest increase is up here in northern Wyoming and sections of Montana, where we're seeing that warmer air mass from the west. And as we head into tomorrow, we'll be looking at areas of increased temperatures even further, as much as 5 to 7 degrees as a whole. So we're having that switch 
here across portions of eastern Colorado, western Kansas, and the southern high plains from the cooler than average temperatures to slightly above average readings as well. And what this means is highs in the 60s and 70s across much of Wyoming, maybe a few lower 80s in western Nebraska, and then here out in the plains, high temperatures in the Wednesday in the 70s and 80s. We do have changes in store later this week. Another cold front dropping in Wednesday night into Thursday out of Canada along with some low pressure. And this is going to be creating some cooler upslope along and east of the Continental Divide for late this week, Thursday into Friday. And you can see the cooler than average May temperatures here throughout the high plains anywhere from 1 to 2 to as much as possibly 10 degrees below average for Thursday into Friday here in sections of southeastern Colorado, southwestern Kansas, and the southern high plains as a whole. And that all coincides with that same area of potentially some enhanced precipitation in this region later during the week. Thanks to that stalled out cold front and some moisture and energy moving in. And this will bring a good recipe for hopefully bringing some better alleviation of the ongoing extreme to severe drought here in this area that we're still seeing. Severe weather, well, for today and then into Wednesday, really non-existent. Now I'm going to show you the outlook from the Storm Prediction Center for today or Wednesday. But on Thursday, we will have to keep an eye on this area here where we're currently we have a marginal outlook on day three from the Storm Prediction Center for some severe storms. Basically, this means probably strong storms, maybe an isolated storm. But we very could well see this increasing to a slight or maybe enhanced risk in even a few areas. And we'll have to pay a close attention to that for once you get into the slight and then especially enhanced risk for thunderstorm activity, that's when your severe weather chances really start to get high. Thanks for watching today and we'll talk to you tomorrow.